Welcome to Let's Review RN. My name is Bryn O'Donnell, and I'm a certified adult and geriatric nurse practitioner. I work as a cardiology APN and function as a visiting professor and clinical instructor for a BSN program. This is an independent production by myself, and I am not representing any educational institution. My goal is to deliver a condensed but robust review on topics primarily discussed in Adult Health 1 and 2 and some pieces of pharmacology of a bachelor degree nursing program. Over the years, I've learned that students have an immense amount of confusion and questions when they leave didactic, which makes applying what they are learning nearly impossible to the clinical setting. I want to break down the basics so that you can continue to build upon your knowledge and put the pieces together. Hi, and welcome back to Let's Review RN. I recently went over a quick review of acute kidney injury, and last week I specifically talked about cardiorenal syndrome as one of the causes of pre-renal acute kidney injury. In medicine, we use the term acute often, and it's important to understand that this references something that is short in duration, and most often it is in combination with recent onset. That being said, acute kidney injury, or sometimes referred to as acute renal failure, is a sudden episode of kidney failure or kidney damage where the kidneys have decreased renal function manifested by an increase in serum creatinine level and BUN. This is also termed azotemia. Azotemia can occur with or without reduced urine output depending on where the injury is occurring. The spectrum of injury ranges from mild to severe, sometimes requiring renal replacement therapy, also known as dialysis. Acute kidney injury can often happen within a few hours or a few days, brought on by several sources or causes that we will talk about in a minute. Acute kidney injury results in the kidneys not being able to filter efficiently and effectively, which causes the buildup of waste products in your blood, such as ammonia, BUN and creatinine, which are byproducts of muscle and protein breakdown. In addition, it causes fluid retention and electrolyte imbalance. Acute kidney injury can then also lead to detrimental effects of other organs, such as the brain, heart, and lungs. It is important to understand that acute kidney injury can be reversible if the cause of the injury is treated in a timely manner. If the cause of the acute kidney injury remains untreated, this can lead to chronic renal failure. The causes of acute kidney injury can be divided into three categories. Pre-renal, which we've previously talked about, are caused by decreased renal perfusion, often because of volume depletion or diarrhea, vomiting, those types of things. Intrinsic or intrarenal is caused by a process within the kidneys, and post-renal, Injury is caused by inadequate drainage of the urine, likely due to a blockage distal to the kidneys. In patients who already have underlying chronic kidney disease, any of these factors, but especially volume depletion, may cause acute kidney injury in addition to the chronic renal impairment that they already have. Today, we're going to focus on intrarenal causes of acute kidney injury. Intrarenal occurs when internal structures of the kidney are damaged. This damage can occur from ischemia, meaning reduced blood flow to the kidneys, toxins, or tubular obstruction. The most common cause of intrarenal kidney injury is ATN, which stands for acute tubular necrosis. ATN is 
kidney injury caused by damage or death to the epithelial cells that line the kidney tubules. These are the kidney cells that reabsorb fluid and minerals and electrolytes from urine as it's being formed. These cells line the proximal and distal convoluted tubules. When these cells that line, for instance, the proximal convoluted tubule, they die and cause obstruction by detaching from the walls of the proximal convoluted tubule and sticking together to form an obstruction or a plug that can partially or fully block the tubule. This obstruction minimizes forward flow of that filtrate, which is ultimately supposed to become the urine. This will cause a backward pressure inside the tubule and ultimately the glomerulus, which results in both reduced GFR and urine output. Now let's review the common causes of ATN, including ischemia, which I've mentioned before, is caused by pre-renal issues that lead to lack of blood flow to the kidneys. Nephrotoxic agents can cause ATN, acute tubular necrosis, and they're divided into exogenous compounds and endogenous compounds. Exogenous compounds are ones that are being consumed, such as heavy metals, ethylene glycol, known as antifreeze, or aminoglycosides. Endogenous nephrotoxic compounds that can cause ATN are things that are byproducts of metabolic activity within our bodies, like myoglobin, which is released during muscle damage, like what occurs during rhabdomyolysis. Uric acid comes from metabolism of purines and is higher in patients receiving chemotherapy. When patients have hemolytic conditions, the hemoglobin can cause ATN due to its high release. Also, patients who have multiple myeloma are at higher risk for ATN due to myeloma light chains that are free-floating and can block the tubule. Inflammatory issues can also be responsible for ATN or intrarenal injuries such as glomerular nephritis or interstitial nephritis. When I talk about inflammatory conditions such as acute glomerular nephritis that cause intrarenal damage, there are specific symptoms that go along with these types of inflammatory syndromes, such as um, blood and protein in the urine, high blood pressure and swelling that's caused by the fluid retention in glomerular nephritis, and acute glomerular nephritis can be caused by something like an immune response from lupus or vasculitis. When I talk about acute interstitial nephritis, symptoms that are included are things like a skin rash, fever, and abnormal sediment in the urine. This can be caused by medicines such as antibiotics or NSAIDs, which are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like naproxen and ibuprofen. It's very difficult to sit here and say this is the treatment for intrarenal um, acute kidney injury because there are so many causes of ATN, and which is, again, acute tubular necrosis leading to acute kidney injury. But the treatment for in- intrarenal or intrinsic acute kidney injury includes identifying and correcting the cause of the kidney injury itself. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode and next week I will be back talking more about acute kidney injury caused by post-renal damage. This podcast is for general information review purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine or nursing. The use of this information or any materials provided by Let's Review RN are at the user's own risk. 
This content is not intended to be a substitute for educational teachings through students' educational institutes or organizations.